Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. What's going on, Colts Nation? I'm Lawrence Owen, back with you for another Believe in Colts episode. And this one, it's finally here. The 2023 NFL season is finally upon us. It is the week of preparation before week one, right? And the Indianapolis Colts are preparing against their first opponent, divisional rival, and division favorite, I'm sorry to say, Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to get into this. We're going to actually see what Jim Bob Cooter and Gus Bradley have to say about their team and heading in to this week in the preparation. But before we do, I do need to remind everybody that Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest lines and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, NFL, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember, use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. So there's a lot of questions heading into this, this season. Um, some of the bigger ones to be known, obviously, uh, the youth surrounding the secondary. So many veterans were let go uh, this past offseason between Stephon Gilmore, Isaiah Rogers, Yannick Ngakwe, a bunch of guys no longer on the team. And they were replaced by young people outside of Samson Ibukam, right? But for the most part, the secondary, incredibly young, incredibly young. And then, of course, on offense, you got questions surrounding well, we got, what, two active running backs uh, that are healthy. We got four wide receivers, four tight ends, and a rookie quarterback heading into this season. How is he going to be evaluated on a quarter-by-quarter, game-to-game, week-to-week, month-by-month seasonal progression, right? There's a lot of questions to get into this, and I'm going to tell you what, some of these answers – that offensive coordinator Jim Bob Cooter and defensive coordinator Gus Bradley gave today, kind of eye-opening in a way, kind of eye-opening. First and foremost, let's talk about, you know, the actual fact that finally Shane Steichen and Jim Bob Cooter are actually going to be able to draw up a real game plan. They have the book opened up to them. They could draw these plays based on the strengths of the wide receivers, the tight ends, the blocking, the running backs, and of course, Anthony Richardson. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I mean, first first uh, first game of the year, a uh, chance to go up against Jacksonville, who obviously won the division last year, and uh, get a chance to sort of, you know, any anytime you you move from the preseason to the season, things change a little bit schematically usually. Um, so I think that's probably true with every team in the league. So yeah, are we having are we having a good time this week putting putting together the plan? We we sure are. You know, hopefully, put together some some good plays, some good ideas, some things that uh, we do well and have a chance to have success. But yeah, we're we're excited. It's it's week one. You're gonna be excited no matter what. But uh, 
hopefully going to have some fun uh, drawing them up as we go this week. Now, obviously, drawing up the plays for Jim, Bob, and Shane, it's kind of a new thing, right? This is a whole new group of people that they've been around. A bunch of young guys, a bunch of people, they don't know a whole lot outside of this past training camp and preseason and OTAs and things of that nature. They don't know how they're going to react with the actual plays in the playbook that they're drawing up versus opponents. So this is something that's going to evolve week to week as the season progresses, right? Uh, what we see week one, if it's not working, we may not ever see it again the rest of the season, you know? Or they could just be like, well, this guy right here was out of position or, or, or something of that nature. But you're going to see the playbook evolve from week to week. But it is incredibly exciting because this is a playbook now that they're drawing up that the opposing defense has absolutely zero idea about. Jacksonville's not going to be seeing most of these offensive plays, right? They don't have film. They could go back to the Eagles and look at some of their stuff, or Jacksonville could go back to Jacksonville, obviously, with Jim Bob. But these guys, they're not, they're not drawing up these plays for Eagles players. They're not drawing up these plays for Jaguars players. They're drawing up these plays for the Colts players, right? And the plays that they're drawing up wouldn't necessarily be drawn up for the their previous teams that they used to coach for. So this is a whole new system. They can't necessarily go to preseason and be like, well, let's analyze preseason. That's the only tape we got. Pretty much that is a fact, but come on now. Uh, they, there wasn't a whole lot of opening the playbook up during preseason, right? Um, Speaking of, of uh, you know, looking at film, what about these young guys? What about Anthony Richardson? He is a young dude, right? He is a rookie. He is a guy, there's a lot of question marks about how accurate he is, how he's going to handle himself in certain situations, you know, uh, what's he going to look like during actual game day. and you know what? That's a situation where Jim Bob was like, I'm not worried about it. I know there's going to be bumps in the road. I'm not going to sit here and overanalyze every little mistake or positive thing that Anthony Richardson makes this season. Yeah. For, I mean, for Anthony, I, I just, I'm, I'm like I said, we're kind of in the middle of a, of a game week. I'm, I'm looking to do my best job as we're game planning, as we're teaching this week, as we're coaching this week, uh, to give them the best chance to succeed. And and I'm I'm really not looking to overly judge any one play or any one decision or any one drive. You know, we're gonna we're gonna go fight and scratch and claw to try to win this game. And Anthony's gonna be a part of that. And you know, maybe it'll be maybe it'll be uh, you know, I guess we've said it a few times before. Like as you go through these NFL seasons, you go through these NFL games, there's some bumps along the way, right? It probably won't be perfect. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the, in the mode of overly harshly judging, uh, what, like I said, one player, one drive, something like that. I'm not, not looking for, you know, a certain statistic that we want to get to. Uh, we just want to go compete to win, um, improve as we go, uh, you know, sort of do whatever we can do to help our, help our team offensively. You know, if that's scoring X amount of points, uh, sometimes you got to score a few extra points, but sometimes in this league, 
you got to play really good team football and that looks a little bit different on the scoreboard but you get the win at the end of the day that's that's really the goal so we're we're trying to play good football we're trying to sort of get a little bit better as the week goes as the year goes um shoot as the game goes right first quarter to second quarter to third quarter so i'm not you know i'm not going to be grabbing the nearest stat sheet at the end of every drive and you know, over analyzing certain strengths and weaknesses statistically. I'm really just sort of looking to give our guys every chance to win and, and go compete that way. So. No, Jim Bob, that grabbing the stat sheet and grabbing the, the film room and over analyzing, that's going to be done by everybody else, especially media, right? I mean, I'm going to probably overanalyze it myself. It is what it is. But the great thing, about something he said. He said, sometimes you got to score extra points to win. And sometimes you just, you got to play team football. And what he's speaking to is games like the Denver Broncos last year, right? Where the offensive numbers may not look good. This may be, you might be walking into a, a game where you're going up against two really good defenses or your defense might match up well against their offense but their defense matches up well against your offense as well. And it's going to be a defense. you got to kind of lean on the defense a little bit. There's going to be games like that, right? The end result has to be a W. That is the end goal. And I think that's exactly what he's talking about. And when it comes to overanalyzing something, obviously this is going to be a learning curve for Anthony Richardson and a lot of the youth. Yeah, Your second-year players, Alec Pierce, Josh Downs uh, being a rookie, you know, um, guys like Will Fries on the offensive line, uh, Deion Jackson and Evan Hall at the running back position. Uh, some of the young talent we have across the tight end position. You're not going to overanalyze a lot of these guys because they're going to have ups and downs throughout the season. Just know that if you do make a mistake, that they're going to get in the film room and do their best to show these guys how to not make that same mistake twice. That's the big, big point of emphasis of getting 1% better every week. And I know that uh, a lot of you might be sick of that saying, but Shane Steichen has said it as well, right? And, and, and he loves that saying that, you know, just keep getting better game by game. And that's what we're hoping to see with Anthony Richardson and this offense. Speaking of youth, however, there's still a lot of youth on the secondary as well, right? A lot of youth. And how does Gus Bradley determine whether or not this youth, where we got two second-year players playing on the outside at starters, right, between Daryl Baker Jr. and Dallas Flowers, and then some youth back there in the secondary, plus the backups to those outside corners, are rookies, right? Rookies. How does he know that these, these guys are ready for the NFL? Well, it's all about practice. Well, I, I mean, we've seen playmaking ability, uh, whether it's in the joint practice with Chicago and Philly or against our guys. So you're counting on that. They make plays in practice, and you want to see that carry over to the field. So uh, you know, I think there there are some unknowns. You know, how will guys respond? You know, playing together for the first time in real live games. You know that count, but um, you know we really base it off what we've seen in practice. Yeah, practice is very important. But now the joint practices nice to have, 
practicing against yourself, you know, your own offensive players, that's a good way of practicing, but it's not a measuring stick, right? You need to be able to practice against multiple looks, multiple different personnel, and they got to do that this year. Two different teams, the Bears and the Eagles, they got to practice against. Now, the Eagles was cut short due to some infighting uh, during practice, but, you know, they had some fights in the Bears, too, and were able to get away with two uh, good practices. So this is going to be interesting that Gus Bradley now going up against Jacksonville, he's it's going to be a different kind of look, right? And these guys in Jacksonville, they got some weapons. Philly got some weapons too. Jacksonville, they've added weapons on top of the weapons they already had last year. What does he think about going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars and using their offense as kind of a measuring stick to see where his guys really are? Right. Well, I think that, you know, you value going against a team like Jacksonville or any team in the league that's as, as skilled as they are because you want to find out where you are, where you are fast, and then have a chance to improve from there. So this will be a good test for us. I mean, with our younger guys seeing where they're at, you know, on the perimeter, uh, you know, on the back end. But, you know, we, we're playing with a lot of confidence right now. Um, I think the confidence comes from trusting that everybody knows what they're doing. And that's where we're, you know, we're going to, you know, play Jacksonville with the idea of fast, physical, and we got to get the ball out. You know, we got to get takeaways. That's huge. All right. Now, trust is a big thing when it comes to the back end. You got to be able to trust the other guys in the secondary, especially in zone coverage, right? In zone. And when you're young, you don't know the guy next to you covering the zone next to you. You don't know that, but you've got to trust that they're doing the job that they are actually doing. And against Jacksonville, with guys like Ridley and, and, and all of them that, that they have out there, along with Trevor Lawrence, at quarterback, and some of the running backs that they have, this is a pretty potent offense. You, gotta, you have to absolutely be able to trust each other. And he talked about playing fast, physical, and getting turnovers. Fast and physical, I have not had a problem seeing at all during training camp and preseason. These boys are out here uh, playing really quick, trying to make jumps on the ball, hitting people uh, incredibly. I mean, good Lord, have you seen Juju Brents out there? Oh, my. That is some impressive stuff. Ain't seen that from some of our corners in a long time. But one thing I will say is the turnovers. He talked about getting turnovers last year the indianapolis colts was one of the least teams in the nfl at getting turnovers which is a huge flip considering you know the years previous the colts were top five team in turnovers right top five i mean literally the year before last the colts was tied for the best team in the nfl at getting turnovers what was the difference there right now obviously you could point at a guy like shaquille leonard who gets a tons of forced fumbles gets interceptions, he gets those turnovers, puts himself, and because of his mind being able to put guys in the right places on the field uh, pre-snap, able to get those guys in places to get turnovers as well. So Shaquille Leonard should make a big dent in that turnover aspect. But really, the best way for this team to really, you know, 
start to trust one another is experience, playing alongside each other. It's the same way, you know, I've talked about it with the offense and the offensive line, how playing game after game after game, back to back to back with the same lineup allows these these those five guys to really cohesively join together and be able to trust each other and that, that uh, the guys next to them uh, know their job so that they'll be able to work off them. Well, it's the same way with the four or five guys that are sitting in the secondary on defense, right? They got to be able to trust each other. They got to know, hey, you know what? Blackman, he's got this guy right up under, you know, if this is a, a short, quick pass underneath and Blackman's the strong safety, I got to trust that he's able to get up there and blast any kind of screenplay that's coming up so that I can worry about my outside zone, right? Or, you know, if you're playing, you know, the short outside and you see a guy run past you, you got to be like, man, I got to trust Thomas back there, right? I got to trust that he's going to be able to see the guy run past my zone and smoothly take over the coverage there so that I don't have to leave my zone in order for, you know, to make sure that that guy's covered. Because if I leave my zone, Zone's open. Someone could slip in there, you know, bam, big play. Can't allow that. That is the biggest deal about the secondary is trusting each other and their abilities to, to do their jobs, all right? There's a reason why these young guys made the team. Now, obviously, we had a bunch of youth on the team in the first place, but there's a reason why they didn't just let some of them go and go out and get some, you know, uh, free agents out there. There was cornerback free agents out there that the Indianapolis Colts could have went and got, and the Colts had cap space to do it. They didn't because they like the playmaking ability of the corners that they have currently. Now what we got to do is use this game upcoming against Jacksonville to kind of see, get, get a measure of what these corners are, you know, how does this guy play against this person in, you know, against this route or, you know, things of that nature that you got to be able to see that in this way, you can see what guys do really well and what they need to work on or things that you just want to keep them away from. You know, this guy's not very good at press coverage. I don't want him playing press coverage. So we're going to kind of try to keep him away from doing something like that. Or this guy is really good at press coverage, but, you know, maybe, you know, he, he's not very good uh, in the back end zone. So we're going to, we're going to keep him off of that. Or, hey, you know, maybe Juju is incredibly good, you know, against outside receivers, the big, strong type receivers. But when it comes to those small twitchy guys, you know, that can change direction real quick. Hmm. Well, that's why we have a variety of different types of cornerbacks on our teams. We have the big, long arm, lengthy guys who play physical. And then we got the guys that are also long arm, but are kind of twitchy when it comes to being able to move side to side and get in and out of cuts and cover people. So we'll be able to judge each and every player on that back end from game one to game two to game three to be able to find out where to put them in the best possible position to succeed 
against the offense that's lined up opposite of them throughout the rest of the season. I'm hoping that Gus Bradley has this team figured out by week three. Week three. Now, the, 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 the beautiful thing about it is defense is usually better off than offense walking into week one. Usually defenses are, are more prepared and ready, right, than offenses are. So hopefully we'll be able to see that and our defense could come out and play well against a very good Jacksonville Jaguars offense. I want to thank everybody for watching this edition of Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And I'm Lawrence Owen. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.